Hello, my dear Probus. Howdy, howdy. It is I, Granny Moonwalker. And sitting across from me, as always, is Kevin the Grey. Week after week, we have brought you extraterrestrial cases from across the universe and beyond. Taking what knowledge we have learned at MIB Academy and in our professional careers to bring you the truth about what is really going on out there. Well, today is no different. We are opening up the case files again and bringing you more. You're welcome. The knowledge we have learned. All that knowledge. All the knowledge. If I was to put you on the spot and ask you what the most important thing you have learned is, what would your answer be? Never trust the government. Eh, Did you learn that from this show, though? I never said it was from this show. Hmm. You just and you've also stated all the information that we have learned. Also, carbs are king. All right. <laughs> Today's case of the allegedly truthfully batshit crazy takes place on a place some of you may be familiar with: Somerset. Somerset. A place I can't hear without thinking of apples, sunshine, and cider. The power of advertising, eh? You yourself have a fondness for cider, don't you, Grey Bulls? What would your top three be? Do I have a fondness for cider? Do I, think, I? I think you did before rum. I used to like the odd Copperberg in the sun. I say the odd. There was normally quite a lot of cans in that fridge. Yeah, to the... I'd mix up Copperberg and vodka. And recordling, so they would be two of my top three from my younger days, I guess. Top three. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling to name a third. <laughs> I was going to say Appleton's. <laughs> it's rum. Well, White Lightning gets a lot of people by. <laughs> Scrumpy Jack. Could you name one? Was there Omega? Wasn't that one of the ones Ain't that, that was similar to like White Lightning? Quite possibly. No. So, my top three. Uh, Yeah, it counts. Strongbow and Black. Basically recordling. And Copperberg. Same flavour. Just late to the party. No, 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 no. Oh, you mean add blackcurrant to the original Strongbow, not the Strongbow. Not the... Snake bite. Yeah, yeah, not the can that's already mixed. Uh, Recordling. (laughs) And Copperberg. And Strongbow from a pub. From a pump. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than the can, like just that ice cold pub strongbow. I'm curious why you've started an episode asking about favourite types of, I was going to say rum again, of <laughs> cider. <laughs> well, we're it's in Somerset. For, well, yes, but we're covering an alien case. So I'm wondering whether it's purely because of the link to Somerset or because this is one of those cases where literally nothing happens in the whole case and you're creatively filling. Somerset. Somerset. Also partial to a snake bite in black. Snake bite is cider and blackcurrant. Cider and lager. The black is the blackcurrant. So if you went and asked for a snake bite, you'd get half lager, half cider. I can't remember well enough to argue... We used to get snake like that's a uni- real university drink. Everyone at uni in their first year tends to get snake bite. Used to get them at the Gardens Arms quite a lot, but it was a snake bite in black, hence the black current. I'm confused. Snake. 
Like, I can't remember it enough to argue. But to be fair, um, depending on where you are, the mixture is slightly different. They may use, I think somewhere uses stout rather than lager. Grim. Each to their own. Well, today's case starts in Shard Town. The year... <laughs> 1986. Shard Town does not sound like somewhere in Somerset. <laughs> and sometime in June. Approximately around the 15th. And at a time which is believed to be around 7pm. Firm details to begin with. Apparently, a 16-year-old witness <laughs> was out with friends doing what teenage kids do. Considering this is Somerset, instead of being beer or vodka... They were probably drinking cider. As the night was drawing in and it was starting to get dark, this 16-year-old witness, who may or may not have been on the booze, happened to look up. And as they did, they noticed a ball of light travelling across the sky. It wasn't travelling though, Kevin. It was travelling at speed. Speed so fast, you're not going to question my meaning of speed. And if you do, I'm going to flip you the bird. It was travelling too fast to be an aircraft known to the common person at this point, and they ruled out a comet or meteor or any other falling mass of rock or even satellite that you may retort with. They knew this because the object was also exhibiting curved movements, slowing down and speeding back up again. Speed. (laughs) Travelling at speed. Are we talking like three miles per hour? (laughs) (laughs) There goes the finger. Aeroplanes can travel slow as well as fast. In curved motions? Yeah. Meow. Would they appear as light? So, on. uh, I was just trying to think on a serious note. This is a matter of perspective, isn't it? What might look to be going fast or slow from a certain angle on the ground may be completely different. Yeah, yeah. we're going to need some radar data or something else to corroborate this story at this juncture. Are you sure? Well, the person's smashed on cider. I Um, mean, allegedly, truthfully smashed on cider. (laughs) So they're not? I mean, what do teenagers do over at parks? Drink lots. Exactly. (laughs) Where I live, (laughs) there is a field... (laughs) that I take Moxley for walks and at the moment it's the end of the school year so a bunch of teenagers are there pretty much every Friday and Saturday night and when I say a bunch I'm talking probably 50 to 100 of them it's like a whole bloody school year I was about to say similar to us but we were nowhere nowhere when you said 50 to 100 I was like okay not like us I don't know what's happened but yeah numbers have gone crazy and they're just there drinking and the it looks like there's gas canisters on the floor as well, which is unusual. Laughing gas? Pot, uh, no, it doesn't. Well, it could be. I don't know. I've not examined them, but it's really annoying because they leave all their rubbish behind and then you have to really be careful where you're taking your dog not to pick up their crap. Little shites. Teenagers gather and drink is the lesson, is the takeaway there. <laughs> so this person was definitely smashed and we're that. not in a place to judge speed. Everything was moving fast comparing to them at that moment. <laughs> The witness, 16 years old, was able to notice the background of the stars and that the object was roughly at an altitude of five miles. I think it's clear that these kids were nothing like us at that age and were definitely not on the cider. 
However, I would also like to clear up that we would never do that on a school night and it would generally be a random Friday or Saturday. Straight from the witness's mouth, one of their friends shit a brick and ran home with piss streaming down their legs and tears down their cheeks. Okay, they never said those words exactly, but they did say that they ran home. I'm so confused at this juncture because you were like, they were drinking cider. And then, <laughs> and then now you're like, they were nothing like us. They were not on the cider. The fact that they were able to tell how far it was and what altitude it was. Were these like scientists' you, children? Exactly. How do you not know like looking us. at something that is five, five miles is pretty bloody high in the air? Science kids, not us. What were they doing out at night? Don't they lock those children away reading books? Lock them away. <laughs> the science parents. <laughs> you will read a book, damn it. <laughs> In my head, I pictured a science parent being more like, You will read a book. You're like, hey, yo, better read that shit in book, son. I pictured them more like, you better do well, because I'm not paying for you to live here once you turn 18. You can get the fuck out of my house. That's a standard parent, isn't it? I don't, not in this day and age. Yeah, parents stay at home. Parents stay at home? Well, to be fair, they probably do. Children who then become parents stay at home until they're like 40, 50 these days, don't they? Mm-hmm. Well, the rest of them, they weren't afraid. They were brave. Do we know how many there were, sorry? No. What the frick is that? Is that a brave kid? In the research notes, there is a kid with their arms spread out like, come on then, with a green beanie hat on. The, the head is so much bigger than the <laughs> no. body. It's brave. Ah. Uh, Wendy Testerberger from South Park. She is a pretty brave kid, to be fair. This group of braves decided that they would use the lamp that they had in their possession. It would be used... (laughs) What? Group of braves. (laughs) It would be used to try and communicate with the object by flashing... Blah, 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 blah. They are science kids. Not on cider. They would try and communicate with the object by flashing the light on and off for approximately half an hour. When suddenly, the object stopped in its tracks. A second... Uh-oh. Hmm? Uh-oh. A second light then shot out from the object like a laser beam. This second light shot across and towards the outskirts of Shardtown. <laughs> this happened over 30 times in total. Each shot of light staying out like a demon butt rope. And not long afterwards... All of them returned to the original source. Once they had returned to the main object, the incredible source of light began to fade out of sight. Once it had gone from sight, the So Brave crew departed and went their separate ways home. The So Brave crew, (laughs) science squad has named themselves. Now, I have two thoughts slash questions. Mm -hmm. Question one, would you like to chow down in Shardtown? Is that a question or a statement? Would you? That's a question. By chow down, what do you mean precisely? Gobble. Precisely. Like, on what? (laughs) (laughs) Number two. (laughs) What sort of child carries around a lamp with them? These. So brave crew, apparently. 
Have you ever, as a child, been about to head out and thought to yourself, you know what? I'm going to take a lamp. Tell you what, you've asked you that say question. Yes. But we both know someone who would have, no longer lives in this country, and had a stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know for a fact they would have. If they possessed a lamp, they might have taken it out one night. They're more likely to find something out and then keep it. Yeah. Like true. they did with the stick. <laughs> like a dog. Uh. Steed! It's the fact that several nights in a row he came out afterwards, whipped a stick. <laughs> so happy to have found a stick. Just oh. <laughs> like it was a jacket. It, it went with him everywhere he went. He took that stick. He was basically a dog in a man's body. So that boy had the deepest voice in the world as like an eight-year-old. Yeah. Run! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no one calls you Ron anymore. No one ever did. Yeah, but he, him. He did. Yeah. <laughs> and I start calling you Ron. So the next night, the 16-year-old witness, along with two of the So Brave crew, were hanging outside the witness's house. They were discussing the previous night, and all looked up to see if they could see it again. Above them, they were shocked again, as this time. They saw a large round sphere similar to the shape of a teardrop. It was moving across the sky just like the one they saw the night before. But this one was flashing different colours. The three braves ran into the house to alert the father of the witness, whilst also reaching for their binoculars. All right, Matt Berry. <laughs> they ran back outside and looked up at the object the lens of the binoculars <laughs> when they did they saw the object had individual windows on it like a craft Ooh! they kept watch for around 10 minutes the object continued to change color during this time too mm. the witness asked his braves whether they could see the object above them but to his surprise they remarked that they couldn't damn cider why was it that they couldn't? Were the masters of this craft deliberately stopping the witness's friends from seeing them? The witness never witnessed anything like this again, so far, and is unsure about what they actually saw. However, their father refuses to speak about the incident at all. That be B? That could be because the father thinks it's BS and doesn't want to be embarrassed. Or he knows more than he's saying. What makes me suspicious is it changed colour. Things falling through the atmosphere change colour as they burn up. Admittedly, things that fall through the atmosphere don't tend to have windows, but that could be a mistake seeing things through binoculars at distance. Or it could be dimples in a asteroid-ish body. Dimples and windows do not look similar. Well, who's to say I'm they were sure even windows? The science braves were able to tell apart windows and dimples. <laughs> that, that may be so, but what if they didn't see either? Then what are you suggesting they did see? Oh, I'm probably suggesting they made it up at this point. <gasps> How dare you? 
Well, I dare. How very dare you. Because they took a lamp, but they didn't take a camera. It's the 1980s. Yeah, everyone had those little snappy cameras in the 1980s. No, they didn't. They were expensive. No, they weren't. You could just grab a lamp. You'd have to find a lamp just like you would a camera. could have a lamp at home. You could get a disposable camera for cheap. Maybe Papa Witness wouldn't let you take the camera. But he'd let you take the lamp. Well, Make sure maybe. you get home safe. Social media wasn't a thing back then. They didn't want to go around taking pictures of themselves with pouty duck lips and then <laughs> trying to post it on forums and message boards. I didn't even know what forums and message boards were. They weren't out there taking pictures to stick on other people's walls or on their own walls so they can see it. But. Rope. Demon. <laughs> because it was before the internet, mm-hmm. people needed other things to entertain themselves. So people yeah, so would they take out cameras and take photos. Had a lamp and then and print them and have them in photo albums physically. <clears throat> Show me these science Children. They had a lamp and a stick. So brave. I really hope they didn't have a stick. <laughs> so they could fight off whatever comes down. Which is just so brave, crew. Was there a meteor shower in the area at this time? There was not a meteor shower in the air at this time. Are you positive? That I know of. <laughs> <laughs> it's, again, it's interesting that it happened over two nights which would be consistent with some meteor showers that we do have. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was one more thing I you was going to... You can't these science braves. Take your theories and fuck off home. <laughs> <laughs> this is my episode, shut up. I'll do the talking, you just listen. Ah, yes, the tractor beams. That's what I was thinking when the lights were going out and coming Demon back. butt ropes. Yeah, the <clears throat> butt ropes. So are they extending tractor beams to either scan the air around them or scan, not scan, sorry, to pick up what's around them and then they suck back in? Like, um... To, so I, from the ground, that might look like demon butt ropes, but like I say, it's actually tractor beams that are going out and pulling back in. To survey the area or to suck yeah, something either in, or. like debris or, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like doing science or. experiments, which would be a plausible motivation for aliens to flip around in our night sky over a few nights. So these were science ETs. Sets. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Anyway, it's now November in Stoke-on-Trent. Is it? A location slightly north of Somerset. Something strange was spotted. The witness at the time, not to be confused with the previous witness, was working as a security guard. They were on patrol, as they should have been, and were walking between two factories. One of these was allegedly, truthfully, a secret space. By... Sorry. Secret place. Uh, By secret place, are you talking about private areas this one particular building (laughs) it's almost like you saw where i was going to try and take that did being a security guard did they have a lamp quite possible i mean you'd be a terrible security guard patrolling at the time that you were patrolling which we will get on to soon without a lamp 
Or some form or of torch. light. Or a torch. You need a lamp or a torch to be a security guard. Everyone knows that. Or some form of light. None of these iPhone torches, neither. You no. need a proper X-Files beam torch. One that stops people in their tracks. Deer in headlight style. As they were walking between the factories at roughly 3am, the witness decided to look up. What made them look up? Who knows? But they did. And as they did, they noticed how clear the sky was and how the stars were so clear to see. But they also saw a bright white light. But it wasn't just sat there in the sky. It was heading towards them. At a later date, they would go on to say that the object was travelling at around 50 mile an hour and even though it's bright, there was no glow underneath it. The object positioned itself over the top of the power plant and stopped. That's not exactly high speed going back to the earlier statements. Flying at speed, 50 miles per hour. The other one was June, this one's November. You yourself said planes can slow down and speed up. So it's a plane. Biatch. Biatch. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been walking outside and just suddenly stopped and been like, do you know what? I'm going to look up. No. Since we've done this podcast, I've looked up a lot more than I would have normally. (laughs) Where I used to live... In extraterrestrial towers, it was quite high up uh, with a balcony, so So I quite often go out on the balcony and look up, slash forward. But yeah, since I left there, I haven't, I don't think, I could have missed all sorts. I tend to do it on long drives. Well, that's slightly dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to road, damn it. Yeah, but I drive kind of country roads, don't I? So I've got quite a... They wind you in front of me. I've seen those country roads. Yeah, but they go long for a while. They go snaky. So I just kind of look forward and up. I'm risking your life there. No, I'll be fine. Okay, you've put a picture of, I assume that is a power plant. Mm -hmm. The power plant. Nope. Just read the caption under it. <laughs> Scroll down in the research notes and underneath it says generic plant, not the one in the probe. Just wanted you to have an image in your head. Uh, okay. Yeah. So they stayed exactly where they were and watched the object. It sat around 100 feet above the building and 200 feet above them. From this distance, the witness could easily tell that it wasn't a plane or helicopter. This object had no lights under it and there was zero noise emanating from it either. No humming, no engine and no buzzing either. As time went on, they pondered whether they were looking at a stealth helicopter. Considering where they worked, they believed that it could be possible. The longer they stared, they noticed a light atop the craft and along with that, came the nerves and the anxiousness. What do you mean came the nerves and the anxiousness? The nerves. They were starting to get nervous. Oh, because they were seeing a stealth helicopter. Mm. Not because Possible. something had happened to them without them. No, nothing happened to them. Yeah. Yet. Okay. <laughs> There's just a picture of a possible stealth helicopter. There's something to it. It's not the one in the probe. Just a generic one there for you to have an image in your head stealth helicopters as much as they're stealth helicopters they can't be that stealthy stealthy, 
there is no sound quite like a helicopter's sound. The blades turn. They're so, so very noisy. Have you ever stood near a helicopter as it takes off or lands? No. Like they're, they're loud enough in the one. sky. You can hear them from absolutely miles away. But when you get close to one, oh my gosh, they're deafening, aren't they? I don't think there's much you can do about a helicopter to make it stealthy. Maybe I'm wrong. I think wrong. there is. I mean, um, you can make the blades more aerodynamic to an extent to make them, but it's still going to be noisy. Think of a car engine. You'd have to fly so far up to try and mask the sound. So how quiet some car engines are now, like especially these like hybrids or electric cars. Sometimes you don't even bloody know they're there. <clears throat> Electric choppers. Now, Ooh. I think that's possible. However, with the speed that the blades would be cutting through the air, I think that would create noise. Chop. Yeah. yeah, hence chopper. So you wouldn't hear the rotator or anything like that, that but it'd just be the cutting through the air like a whip. I whip my hair. But... Heard that song today because it was on my playlist. <laughs> I just don't know what to say to that. It surprises me slightly. More so, uh, I won't bother you with the story about why. He says before bothering me with the story <laughs> about why. Uh, before lockdown, I had a hit class every Thursday morning, and I needed songs that weren't the normal type of songs that I would have because all of mine have swearing and profanity in them. So I had to pick ones that didn't have it. And I was like, if I'm going to have songs that don't have swearing and profanity, I'm going to at least have ones that have a bop to them. Hence that song being there. Fair enough. And then I was training someone today, doing pad work. Hence the song being on. Whipping their head back and forth. <laughs> you were training on the pad. <laughs> they were the pad. It makes me more suspicious that you felt the need to clarify. <laughs> After around 10 to 15 minutes of studying the object, they decided to investigate some more. Suddenly, they realised that it was cold. Almost as if the temperature just took a drastic turn. But this didn't deter them. They stepped forward. Nothing. They stepped forward again. Nothing. They stepped forward for a third time. The object shot up into the sky and off. The witness describes this as if it went from standstill to gone in the blink of an eye. Ooh. This proof made the witness convinced that the object was not a high-tech secret craft made on Earth. And this is a direct quote straight from the witness. No way that we have gone that far. I don't believe it because it didn't come from a science voice. It's not a science brave, so... Then I don't believe it. Oh, well. This is the part of the probe where we turn to science and scepticism. And wouldn't it have been cool if I could have got one of the science, like, brave crew in to do this part? <laughs> but there is no science and there is no scepticism. I have none for wow, either. Wow, wow, wow. Hold on now. None of. No science. There, there, We've there. Got that no scepticism that isn't our own. Well, we could put our own in then. At the end. 
So to summarise, <laughs> we have the case of the 16-year-old witness who, whilst out with a group of mates, not drinking cider, decided to look up and saw an object above them. This object was flying across the sky and in cold, calculated, curved movements. One of them fled because they got scared, but the rest of the group stayed to form the So Brave crew. You put it in capital letters. <laughs> yep. They tried to communicate with the object using their lamp. Did they rub the lamp? Maybe. The object stopped and then after a while started to shoot streams of light out of it in all different directions. Then after a short while the lights faded away and then the object faded away. Sorry, the lights came back and then the object faded away. The crew disbanded and went home before the next day. Three of them were at the witness's house hanging outside when they saw something else in the sky. The witness called for their dad and they grabbed the binoculars. They, <laughs> they looked up and saw windows on the object. The witness then asked their friend if they could see it and they replied no. The second witness, who has nothing to do with the first witness, was at work doing their round when they were walking between two buildings, one of which was a secret building. When they looked up into the beautiful night sky, they witnessed a bright light, which was making its way towards them. The light stopped around 100 feet above the building and 200 feet above them. They stood still watching it and contemplating what it was. They believed it may have been a stealth chopper. Get to the chopper! Do it now! Once they picked up the courage to investigate, they took a step forward where nothing happened. One step this time. They took two more. <laughs> two hops this time. And on the third step, the object sped off into the sky in the blink of an eye. So, Grey Nuts, what I'm asking you is, do you believe that either of these events were truly extraterrestrial? So. You believe the So Brave crew? Then you're a good man. I'm not a good man. Got 21 seconds to go. The, the, my main lines of thinking were that A, they made it up. B, they saw meteors in the sky and misperceived them. C, they made it up. But then, you know how when you're a kid you tell a lie, but then you start believing the lie and it becomes your truth? No, but so, they all think that it happened now, even though it was originally made up. Oh, it's been that long. Well, it can like, happen like the next day. If shit, you, you tell your friend you did something and then you reinforce that over the next two or three tellings of the story to the other kids. And then boom, in your head, that narrative has become real. And yeah. Or D. <laughs> they saw something in the sky and then elaborated on it, and that became fact to them. Okay. So they embellished the truth of seeing a meteor, asteroid, or some form of shooting star. So, and the second one? What happened in the second one again? <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding those theories in my mind for so long on the first. The stealth chopper. Ah, yes. I mean, stealth craft... There wasn't anything extraterrestrial apart from the fact that it shot up. Okay, it's aliens. <laughs> no. 
I found that one somehow more believable than the first, just based purely on that detail, because that's a detail we've seen in the more believable cases that we've covered in the past. But there wasn't enough to back up those stories. I'd have liked to have seen further witnesses, data collaborating, what has been shared. Did we have any radar readings? Was there any radioactivity in the area for example and it was there wasn't a lot to go on and there was no connection to the first story either <laughs> they were witnesses that's their connection they all had witnesses so i'm not saying that it was aliens on this occasion i'm afraid i am going to join you there i think they're both bullshit <laughs> No glossing so, over it. No, both bullshit. The second one, I think the security guard just got bored mm. and just decided to make a story up. And then I think it's quite possible that someone else told the story and leaked it out and then their name got pulled yeah. in and they were like, shit, I'm going to have to go along with this now. Maybe they fell asleep on shift and either dreamed this event or they came up with it as a cover up because they'd fallen asleep on shift. That's quite possible. But yeah bullshit and the first one bullshit <laughs> what drew me more to bullshit was that this is june mm -hmm. 7 p.m it's gonna be light and it was getting dark ah i mean didn't even occur to me we be... both know that it doesn't get dark that you need a lamp at seven o'clock in June. Oh, why didn't you mention that at the time? <laughs> that didn't need to wait for the conclusion. That's science and scepticism. <laughs> that's my scepticism. Well, that's that's part of the show. No, I go off other people's scepticism. No. <laughs> so, yeah, that wouldn't fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's bullshit. Which then leads me to believing that the rest of this is bullshit. Yeah. The fact that they were spouting off that it's approximately five miles up in the sky and stuff like that. This is these aren't science nerds. Mm -hmm. They're the so brave crew. They made it up. They're only brave because they made it up. This is the pussy crew. Bunch of weaklings. <laughs> <laughs> Insulted children. Oh, they're teenagers. It's not the same. <coughs> so yeah, I think it's bullshit. Yeah, I can't say that I disagree. So thank you for joining us for this week's probe. If you're intrigued by things outside of the extraterrestrial, like the dick of Rasputin, then check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash but it was aliens. Our other socials are Instagram at but it was aliens podcast, Facebook at but it was aliens. And we also have our Facebook group extraterrestrial towers. There you'll find like-minded souls and mummy memes. Always with the mummy memes. And last but not least, we are also on Twitter at But It Was Aliens. That's it from us today. As always, I have been the Walker of Moons and he's been the grey one. Remember, the truth is up there. Hash tag. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Mm. Witness.